You're listening to the show that teaches you how to maximize your mindset, to maximize your life in all aspects, from health to wealth to relationships and more, so that you can live your life to the fullest. Welcome back to the Personality Driven Performance Podcast. Your transformation starts now. All right, what is up, everyone? Hello, fam. It is Coach Jen, and this is my very first podcast that I'm recording with you. And I'm super excited as well as super nervous <laughs> um, to be here with you today because this is something that I have been wanting to do for a very long time. And we're just now like bringing it into reality, we're creating it. Um, So yes, very nervous, but I am also, like I said, super excited to be here. And if you are anyone who is a longtime follower of me on Instagram, you may know that I have spent a lot of time on Instagram actually like taking the time every day to talk to you on my stories and tell you just like, this is my thought for the day that I had and I want to share it with you. But I can also be that person as well too, who has a lot of thoughts and Unfortunately, I am not the best at like wrapping those thoughts up into a one minute segment on my story. And so this podcast will allow me to be able to bring those thoughts to you and bring that education to you um, in terms of like how to get you to move forward in the right direction. So yes, super excited to be here and um, get it started. If you are not familiar with me, my name is Coach Jen. I am the CEO and head coach of Genwall Fitness and the Fit and Fulfilled team. And I am also a real estate investor as well, too. This is something I have not made known um, anywhere on social media, really. It's known in my small circle. And I am going to be a serial entrepreneur and business owner as well, too, as I just really enjoy the idea of being a business owner and really just expanding um, in every facet of life. Um, So I think when you are a business owner, I think it's really cool. One of my mentors often describes being an entrepreneur as personal development with a paycheck. And so like the more that I actually do and get involved with in terms of business, the more that I develop as a person myself, like I said. So that's just a little bit about me, what I really wanna bring to you today. So this is a topic that I recently came across in terms of like just my mind has developed this idea. And I was actually listening to a podcast myself the other day whereby I, heard literally the same thing and it's really cool so this is really cool i find it to be awesome is that i can be listening to a podcast from people that i highly respect to people that i look up to that i admire and they will be talking and having these conversations with other guest speakers or they'll just be talking on a com um or on a topic themselves and i'm just like oh wow like i think that same way too or oh, wow, like, I can't believe that wasn't just me that had this thought. It's really cool to see, like, how other people who are very successful also are having the same ideas that I'm having, and it just shows that I am literally on the same path as somebody else. I think it also shows that, like, you know, I am on the same path. You know, I might have to be patient just to get to where they are, or, like, there's still some things that I obviously don't know or maybe that I'm not implementing on that is keeping me from being where they are. So, like, what are those things? And I'm just trying to pick up on the pieces and the details as I can, as well as like investing myself and investing in mentorship in order to get to where they are as well too. Today's podcast, super excited about it. This is all about breaking free from mediocrity. So 
if you are somebody who is feeling stuck, this is definitely for you. And as a coach, I've talked to a lot of women, and this is a common theme that I hear, is they feel stuck. Like they keep gaining and losing the same like 10 pounds over and over, or worse, they're like gaining 15 pounds and only losing 10, and somehow gaining more weight after each diet. And this episode really isn't just about fitness and weight loss. This is going to be about kind of everything in your life. Like we can take one topic and we can you know, transfer the ideas into another topic pretty well for the most part in terms of all the areas of our life. And this show is again, not just about health and fitness, but it's about like every area of your life that you would like to improve. So maybe you're stuck in financial troubles. Like you, you pay off a credit card and then you find yourself maxing out again, or maybe you're constantly running into relationship issues after relationship issues. It's time you start breaking free from this like place of mediocrity. Like you're stuck, right? And all of these situations like can be very real. You are just trying so hard to get out of the cycle that you're in. But why is it that you just seem to like not be making progress moving forward? Or why is it that you seem to be like, you know, getting out and then getting back in? So when you're living in a cycle of like constantly fighting to maintain the bare minimum, it's because you're not thinking big enough. And we can easily think of the, like the cliche saying of like, um, don't play small. And like, that's what this is really. And you're probably thinking like, Jen, I'm like barely hanging on to like what I already have. Like, how can I possibly think of like having more before you kind of like start diving into that thought of like, you know, I'm barely hanging on. Like, let's just like stop and like paint this visual for us to see. So where we are right now and where we want to be and where we also don't want to be because in your life, like the current moment that you're in is on a spectrum, okay? On one end, we have a place of pain, and on the other end, we have a place of pleasure. And what's really cool about humans is that we can tolerate, right? We can build tolerance to things. But unfortunately, there's only so much that we can tolerate physically, emotionally, mentally, etc. So there's a limit to how much we can tolerate. And that's usually with the pain. Like, how much pain can we actually take? The cool thing about this is, is knowing that there's only so much pain that we can actually tolerate before we have to say like, okay, that's enough. I can't take anymore. And so this, on this spectrum, what we can see is that like, there is an end point in terms of like the pain. And there's also the infinity of the pleasure. There's infinity. And that's where we get the abundance mindset from. Like we can like add on and go on forever in terms of pleasure and like what we achieve, what we have, what we can do, etc. Like we can always push that limit. And so if we think about it, we have like rock bottom on the left, like that's the very end. We can't do this anymore. And then we also have like example, Jeff Bezos, like the richest man in the world. Like he has accumulated so much wealth and then, you know, guess what? He was the richest man in the world. And then all of a sudden, Elon Musk outdoes him, right? And so we're, again, always pushing that limit. So on one end, we have a limitation when it comes to pain, and we have the abundance of pleasure that we can possibly have. And so for you, when you are aiming for that bare minimum, you have a point where like you have pain, then you have neutrality, and then you have pleasure. And that neutrality is like you just crossed over the the limit of pain, like the minimum pain into like the minimum pleasure. Like you've just crossed that pain point, right? And we're kind of like in that neutral space. And that's where you're playing small. 
breaking free from mediocrity, we can't just only look at, I don't want to suffer and describing that suffering as I don't want to have to rely on food stamps. So I'm going to make 50K and be out of that food stamp qualification. Or I don't want to be in a, uh, I don't want to be single, right? So I'm actually in a relationship now, but my relationship is very boring. It doesn't bring me joy. It doesn't bring me um, life, enthusiasm, et cetera. When it comes to breaking free from mediocrity, like you have to actually ask more of yourself and not just ask to not be in pain, to not be in suffering. What is life if it's just, oh, I, I have just enough. Like that's not fun. That's not exciting. That's not anywhere inspiring. It's not motivating, etc. Yet that's what happens to many of us. We like get into this place of like, okay, this is good enough. This is just enough. Like I accept this. This is just what I needed. This is just what I wanted. And that's what we get from life. It's just blank. That's not motivating. That's not going to get you out of bed in the morning. And because you're aiming for just not being in pain or suffering, your work ethic and joy from the effort that you put into the result is going to diminish. When that diminishes, you backslide. So that bare minimum is hard to hold on to because you're not fighting to hold on to it. Why would you? Why would you fight to hold on to the bare minimum? And that's why you're staying in the cycle of, I can't ever get out of this. I can't have more. It's because you don't aim for more. There's a clear difference in what two people accomplish based on the goals they set. Someone who sets goals of avoiding a pain typically does not get as far as someone who sets goals of receiving abundant pleasure. The person who runs toward pleasure always has something to run toward further and further or more upward because pleasure is abundant. It goes on to infinity. There is no limit to how much pleasure you can receive. Versus someone who is just avoiding pain can stop running as soon as they pay the credit card bill or they lose the 10 pounds that was making it hard for them to breathe walking upstairs or until the bear stops chasing them. But eventually that credit card bill comes back, that 10 pounds comes back and that bear catches up again because they stopped working as hard as soon as they could. The person running toward pleasure doesn't stop running toward pleasure because they understand there is always more pleasure to come if they continue their work. Whenever I'm speaking to women who are just wanting to avoid a pain, as soon as they're out of that place of pain, they're no longer in that place of carrying those extra 20 pounds, their jeans are fitting a little bit, they start making a little bit of progress. They start to get more complacent, like I said before. They start taking not as serious of action, they start to be more content because they're no longer feeling that intense pain. And from there, they start to backslide. You may notice this in yourself too. You may have the goal of no longer having to wear your fat jeans, or you may have the goal of being able to sleep better at night because you can breathe better, or you may have a goal to just lose 10 pounds because that'll bring you outside of that discomfort of seeing the scale a higher number. Like if you're used to seeing 130 and you're at 140 and that really tears you up inside to see the number of 140 and all you want to do is just see 130, cool. You may just aim to lose that 10 pounds. But also whenever I notice people who 
have these smaller goals and they're just trying to get outside of that discomfort, they're just trying to get out of that place of pain, these are also the same people who, as soon as they get out of that place of pain, they're in that place of neutrality, they get complacent, they get content, they are no longer working as hard, they're no longer pushing as hard, they're no longer setting that next goal of moving forward to the next positive, of moving forward to the next pleasure, because all that they were doing was trying to avoid pain. And so whenever they get complacent and they get content, that's when they start to backslide. It's, oh, well, I hit the 130 on the scale. It goes back up to 131. That's not as bad as being at 140. So I'm fine with it. It gets to 132. That's that's fine. I've been here before. I've been more uncomfortable than this. I'm not in deep discomfort. It's just, okay. And they're not pushing or working as hard. And eventually they see themselves back at the number of 140. And here's where the big kicker is. They may even start to tell themselves, well, I've been at 140 before. I know I can lose 10 pounds. It'll come. Like it'll, I'll get back there again, right? That's what they tell themselves. I'll get back there again. This isn't too bad. It could be worse. I've been here before. I know how to get out of here. And they're still content and they're still complacent. Next thing you know, they're at 145. They're at 150. And then they're like, what happened? I'm now 20 pounds heavier. I need to get back down to 130. And so they might start working toward that goal of hitting 130 again or getting back into that size six jeans or whatever is, what have you. Versus that other person who set a loftier goal of wanting to look and feel their very best, that person is more likely to hit their goal and set that next goal and continue to push forward. There is a difference in terms of how people set goals and what they're setting goals to either achieve or avoid and how they show up in order to attain that goal and keep that goal. There is a very clear difference. So my question for you again is, how are you setting goals? Are you just trying to avoid a pain? Are you just trying to get into a place of neutrality where you're no longer suffering? Or are you setting goals to become the very best version of yourself that you can be and to continuously keep learning? That's that's it. Like, are you continuously trying to grow? Because if you're not, I've got a couple things for you. You'll find some reoccurring themes and messages throughout my podcast episodes because success leaves clues. And there is a theme and there are foundational pieces that helped me continue my growth as a person and helped me help others continue growth as a person. So the major takeaways here that I want you to have on this episode from this episode is one, constantly be growing. If you're not growing, you're dying. You've probably heard that. But here's the thing. If you're not trying to constantly improve yourself, guess what? Others are. And the world is moving forward and moving on without you. The law of entropy, which is the second law of thermodynamics, states that everything falls into chaos and disorder and disorganization. That being said, every time you reach that bare minimum goal and you don't set the next goal, you're going to get complacent and slip back into where you were previously because that's the law of 
thermodynamics. That's the second law of thermodynamics. That's what happens to everything in the universe. Think about this. I always think about it this way. The Great Pyramids, ancient ruins, whatever it is, those old structures, at one point they were magnificent. They were brand new. They were shiny. They had perfect edges, all of this. And now if we take a look at them, what do they look like? They have crumbled over time. Their foundations have gotten uneven. They have, you know, broken, etc. Why is that? Because everything falls into chaos and disorder and disorganization as time goes on. Unless you put energy back into it to improve upon it and to fix it. And even if you put energy back into it to improve upon it and fix it, it will still crumble when you stop, right? So if you were to take the Great Pyramids and you said, okay, you know, I'm just going to fill in a couple cracks here and, you know, that be it. Okay, you got it back to its bare minimum. But if you don't try to push to make it even better or you don't over time continue to work upon it and improve upon it, it's going to go back into that state of falling apart right? So you have to continuously improve and work upon yourself and push toward that next achievement, toward that next goal, toward that higher level of being. So you have to aim for continuous growth. If you are only aiming for just getting on the other side of pain or suffering, that's all you'll ever see. You will never see more than that. And you will slip back into pain and suffering. So distance yourself from it as much as possible by creating more goals and achieving more goals and putting more effort into achieving higher and bigger and loftier goals. Do not play small by any means. Do not play small because that's all that you will ever have. Think bigger. Do more for yourself. Second takeaway. Everything good comes from a place of positivity. If you think about the bare minimum, It comes from a place of lack and scarcity and fear and being afraid to ask for more. It comes from a place of just wanting to avoid pain. Goals that are made to maximize pleasure can be never ending. It can go on into infinity. And that comes from a place of optimism and positivity, from abundance, from knowing that you are allowed and can have more. And if you think about this, I know a lot of people are not the biggest fan of Jeff Bezos and they say he's greedy or is that just your mindset around money? If you had money, what would you do with it? When you have more money, you just get to be more of that person that you already were. So is Jeff Bezos greedy? He may be greedy. Does that make him a bad person? It could make him a bad person. But what if you had a lot of money? You know, what if you were in the best shape of your life? Does that make you conceited? Does that make you vain? Does that make your family any less of a priority to you? Or does that make you more confident? Does that show that you prioritize your health and how you feel about yourself? Does that show that you prioritize your family and you want to have the most energy and you want to be able to live a long life for them, a high quality life for them? It's all a matter of how you look at it. 
but asking for more and wanting to achieve more and actually working toward achieving more, coming from a place of positivity will always be a great thing. And just getting on the other side of pain or suffering and being afraid to ask for more and just saying like, I just need this much or I just don't want to feel so bad. That's coming from a place of scarcity. That's coming from a place of I'm running from a bad place. If I can just get out of this bad place, I will be fine. That's coming from a place of scarcity, from fear, from lack. And nothing good comes from negativity. Everything good comes from a place of positivity. So those are my two biggest takeaways for you today. If you've been listening, what particular area of life have you found yourself stuck in the cycle of the bare minimum? Are you thinking about your weight? Are you thinking about your job, your current relationship? Do you resonate with the spectrum of pain and pleasure? And where do you find yourself falling on that spectrum? I'd love to hear your feedback in the comments. And to my first listeners who provide a rating, I want to reward you by giving you a chance to enter my giveaway. It's all about giving back and making an impact. I'm giving a $50 Lulu gift card to a lucky someone who helps me to reach others. So if you want to enter, leave a rating and follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is jenwallfitness. That's J-E-N-N-W-A-L-L fitness. And share this to your story. Tag me in it. And for every tag that you tag me in on your story, I will add that as an entry into the giveaway. I'm going to be holding this over the next three weeks for the next three podcast episodes. So you have more than one chance and more than three chances to enter this raffle to a gift card. It was such a pleasure to share my thoughts and experiences with you. Until next time. Why worship legends when you know that you can join